Hello and welcome to D23 Inside Disney, the show that gives you a look at the latest Disney news and a peek at the people who make the magic at the Walt Disney Company. I'm D23's Jeffrey Epstein. I'm Candace from Radio Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And we're your hosts who will take you Inside Disney. Hi, everyone. Hey. hey there. How's it going? It's going good. It's always good to hear your voice. Yeah, well, sometimes like, I think I yeah. just sit back and listen to you guys because I just want to hear your voices. <laughs> it's good. Aww. It's fun to see you, too, because Dylan, my niece, is a big fan. So there's a lot of Disney Now going on here and some Yay. Radio Disney stuff. So Tell her to watch my interview with Sia. We finally put it out. Ooh, how was it? It was so good. And you guys have to see like her massive wig that she's wearing. <laughs> she said uh, she couldn't see me through her bangs, so I could see her, but <laughs> it's on Radio Disney's socials if you guys want to look for it. Was that for the new song uh, the new song Together? It was, yeah. I just downloaded that. It's so good. So good. Workout playlist for sure. Exactly, exactly. Well, just to keep it all about my niece, we did watch <laughs> two episodes of The Big Fib together, and we both got one right and we both got one wrong. It is They are very impressive on that show. Right? <laughs> Fun. And I know we talked about it last week on the show, the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Adventure Kit game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is so cool. She, she like immediately was playing it when I got here, like totally unprompted, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and it is so cool. It maps out your floor and you're virtually driving through using your iPad. It was very, very cool. Did you wow. do the dance class? Is the dance class in there? No, there's the carnival, the park, and one other thing that I'm not remembering at the moment. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. But the carnival is really cool. And the carnival looks just like it did in the attraction. So the Are all the Easter matter. eggs there and everything? We tried driving around. It is uh, honestly, I'm going to need to master the game because yeah. I really was terrible at it. And I kept crashing into things, but I kept driving to try to see if there were some of the Easter eggs in there. So I, I am looking to see. I am. Ooh, Dylan's going to have to show me. I will. I will. <laughs> so lots of news this week. Lots of excitement. First up, in the biggest news of the week, or might be the biggest news of the month, possibly several last several months, incredibly exciting Walt Disney World Resort has announced its phased reopening plans. Right. Very successful reopening of Shanghai Disney Resort and Disney Springs at Walt Disney World. So now the planned opening for Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom is July 11th, and the planned opening for Disney's Hollywood Studios and Epcot is July 15th. And there is a lot more news that you can find on that at d23.com and at the Disney Parks blog. And today we have Chloe Bennett, star of Marvel's Woo-hoo. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on the show. So AKA excited. your favorite show. Uh, it is AKA my favorite show. It is so, <laughs> so good. So we're going to talk about all the fun of the fabulous 30s in the premiere and more coming up. But I have to talk about Memorial Day weekend and how Disney Parks posted the Voices of Liberty singing America the Beautiful as part of their Disney magic moments. It was... Aww. I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch it. Their voices are so beautiful. And I got very, I got a little emotional. Aww. Uh, so this follows last week's awesome Voices from Home video with the Mariachi Cobre of the Epcot Mexico Pavilion singing Remember Me from Coco. So if you have not Aww. seen that, Sherry, I know how you feel about Pixar, so I hope you yes. have that if you have not already. Oh, I've got to. 
Well, over on the other side of the world, the Disney Parks blog released a virtual viewing of the Lion King Rhythm of the Pride Lands straight from Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Ooh, wee wee. Did you guys see this? It's so good. So the video of the stage show, it throws you right into the action. Starts off with Circle of Life. I just can't wait to be king is right after. I mean, it's hit after hit. And it's like better than a front row seat because you're basically on stage with the performers with this camera angle. In some cases, you're like flying around the theater with the aerialists. It's the Whoa. best scene in the world. <laughs> I love that Parks has been doing this. Just to, you know, of course, mention my niece still. And again, this is going to be a whole episode about her. <laughs> we watched the Magic Happens parade again. Oh, ah. never gets old, ever. Oh, no, it's so good. Well, for even more Lion King celebrations, I know we talked a couple weeks ago about those really cool Instagram face filters that Disney mm. released, mm -hmm. where it puts you in the Lion King on Broadway costumes. Candace, I remember you posted that looking oh, yeah. amazing. <laughs> so you can find that on the Parks blog, as well as some more fun Lion King things for the whole family to do. Cute. Something else very, very cool. I'm not a huge collector of the Funkos, but I do love Funkos. That surprises They're... me. When you see my house the next time, it's already full of so much Disney stuff. So I try to really keep the collection to, to somewhat of a minimum. Don't you have room left in your office? <laughs> yeah, come on. Like three cubic inches. <laughs> so Funko just unveiled a new Marvel collaboration. It's this new, this whole micro collectible, like, so like they're like tiny little Funkos. It's a battling game and short form animated series. It is called Marvel Battle World Mystery of the Thanos Stones. And I, I actually watched a little video on what it's going to be. And the collectibles are adorable. I mean, I know that there are some villains and they're crazy and evil, but they're so cute when they're tiny. Right. <laughs> So it's like a tabletop game and there's going to be a new short form series that's going to air on places like Disney XD and Marvel HQ. So very, very cool. Something to look forward to coming up in June. Love that. Well, I don't know if you guys check this out. It's been out now for, I guess, about a week, but Disney Plus and Walt Disney Animation Studios launched Zenimation, which yeah. I think is brilliant right now. It's a 10-episode animated soundscape experience, so just focus on your mindfulness, relax. It's really cute. The series pays tribute to both the visual and sound artists who created Walt Disney Animation Studios' legacy of films, so think about this, like, five-minute episode Episodes. There's one that's water where you kind of explore the sea with Moana, Ariel, and Elsa. The flight one is really cool. You can fly with Aladdin and Jasmine. I love the Cityscapes one because it's kind of like being on vacation. But <laughs> check it out now on Disney Plus, guys. It's called Zenimation. Ooh. I watched some of it. My friend Amy, who you guys met over when we interviewed um, Jennifer Lee and mm -hmm. Chris Buck, she worked on that. So maybe we'll get her cool. on the show soon to talk about that and some other stuff happening in animation. Yeah, I could watch these if they were like 20 minutes long. <laughs> They're so good. They are. They're, you can zen out. It's very nice. Well, speaking of Disney+, Plus, the Oscar-nominated Simpsons short, The Longest Daycare, is going to start streaming on Friday, May 29th. Have you Ooh. guys seen it? No. I saw it when it was in in the theaters with Ice Age. Yeah, so that was all the way back in 2012, if you can even think back that long ago. Oh <laughs> well, now you get to enjoy The Longest Daycare from the comfort of your home. It stars one of my favorite Simpsons characters, Maggie, and <laughs> she is spending the day at a school for tuts. So over in our household, we've been on a real Simpsons kick ever since Disney Plus launched. And given the fact that there's this short, plus the Playdate with Destiny short, 
plus approximately one billion seasons of The Simpsons. On the <laughs> <laughs> this, this kick is not ending anytime soon. <laughs> it's a lot. It's very, yeah, there's a lot to watch. There sure is. <laughs> So ABC, Nat Geo, and Nat Geo Wild have made their fall season announcements. So here's what's new for the upcoming season on ABC. Big Sky, which is a new thriller starring Ryan Phillippe. Call Your Mother, which is a comedy starring Kara Sedgwick. Coming back, which we're excited about, The Bachelor. Blackish is back for its seventh season, one of my absolute favorite shows of all time. The Connors is back, Dancing with the Stars, The Goldbergs, The Rookie, Shark Tank. It's a really long list, but very exciting news from ABC. Also, Nat Geo made their announcements. One I'm excited about because through my work in the radio world, I know him, Breaking Bobby Bones. You guys probably know him from American mm-hmm. Idol. He's a mentor mm-hmm. on there. But he's going to travel the globe and take up the challenge of trying unique jobs, skills, and hobbies of local heroes. So that's going to be a good one. And a shout out to Nat Geo Wild, who's celebrating their 10th anniversary on air. Cool. Lots of good stuff coming there, too. All right. Speaking of things to watch, we have to get into five fantastic things to watch this weekend. And I'll kick it off with one of Enzo's favorites, Puppy Dog Pals. There's a new episode Friday on Disney Junior. And for those who may be a little older than Enzo, we have Heartland Docs <laughs> DVM. Uh, the season premiere is Saturday, May 30th on Nat Geo Wild. And for those of you who don't watch the show, in Nebraska, you have the two doctors, Dr. Aaron and Ben Schroeder, are a married team of vets who are committed to the community's generational farmers. And honestly, it's all about the populate pigs. So really, I don't know why we're <laughs> even talking about it other than the populate pigs. Love Super that. Adorbs. Sold. The season premiere of Celebrity Family Feud is coming on Sunday, May 31st on ABC. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I am a huge fan of that show. I actually went to a taping last year. <gasps> really? Oh, that's the two. Yes. Descendants Family versus the American Housewife Family. Ooh. And oh, it was it was great. Kenny Ortega was there. Love him. If you're, Kenny, if you're listening, come on by the show. <laughs> Um, So this is the season six premiere. If you haven't checked it out before, it's celebrity families competing against each other to win cash for their charities. Love that. Mm -hmm. Also, Sunday, May 31st is a season premiere of one of my all time favorite game shows. I used to watch this with my grandma. It's on ABC. Press your luck. This is like my favorite show. Do you guys watch it for the whammies to come and like... (laughs) Ruin people's day. I watched it a million years ago, before you were born, probably. I watched it then, too, and I watch it now. I love Elizabeth Banks, too. She hosts the show, and she's back, too, Sunday. And closing out our five, another game show season premiere, Match Game. Now, Match Game has always been one of my favorites because you get to blank with the guests. And what I was going to say is play along with the guests. So I don't know where your mind went, but (laughs) Alec Baldwin hosts and incredible guests Jennifer Esposito, Angie Harmon, Michael Chiklis, and the hilarious Mario Cantone. So that is coming up on Sunday, May 31st. All right. Well, for seven seasons, she starred as Daisy slash Quake on ABC's Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which happens to be Jeffrey's favorite show on television, we should mention. So (laughs) we are so excited to have with us today, Chloe Bennett. Woohoo! How are you? I am as good as it, you know, as it can be during these times, I think. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. 
happy to talk to you. If you had to describe season seven in one word, what would it be? (laughs) Hairspray? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. There's a lot of time travel, and with time travel comes hairspray, you guys. (laughs) Especially when you're a superhero doing stunts in 30s hair. <laughs> uh, uh, see, when you said hairspray, I thought you were talking about the musical, and I got very excited for a minute. But then, no, then I, I love no. listen, Tracy Turnblad. <laughs> yes. yes. Musical episode. Oh, we missed a really amazing episode. <sighs> I say that you should do a reunion in a few months and do a musical, or maybe a musical Zoom episode. Yeah, we could do like a Welcome to the Sixties episode. Oh my gosh, Jeffrey, that is so up your alley. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) that that play was one of my favorites, and that made me want to act when I saw that on Broadway. Love, yeah, I love that. Yes, and well, and you're a great singer too. Cannot be compared, but you know. Taking it back to Agents of Shield, love in the first episode when you use the phrase "giving me lip." Was there a phrase or a saying that you got to say that you really liked or maybe you had no idea what it meant initially? I honestly had a really hard time with all of the, like, lingo. (laughs) (laughs) The writers, like, loved the just getting to write in phrases, especially as we travel. I'm not going to say the time periods that we do go to, but we do go to some psychedelic playtime periods and periods where the language and the term phrases were all very bizarre and they'd (laughs) just say it during this fight sequence and I'd be like I can't do that there was one scene I don't know if it was in the second episode or the first episode where I definitely struggled with a few (laughs) to be honest so I wasn't a fan of having to say it (laughs) (laughs) well you you touched on this a second ago can we talk about the amazing hair and the amazing costumes? Oh. What was your reaction when you first saw yourself in that full 30s look? Well, as a half Chinese girl, <laughs> growing up, I was like died. I like all of my friends know it's kind of an inside joke that I, all I wanted to do was be in period pieces. Like I wanted oh. to be full like revolutionary war period. And it's like, no, there's not a lot of like work for a half Asian girl in those times so I was always bummed and then to get to do like every time period in the span of one season it was so invigorating from a creative standpoint from everyone on the crew and the cast you know from the set design to the hair and makeup to the wardrobe one of my favorite parts about the show and I think something that you know the fans really appreciate is like the attention to detail in kind of little things whether it's wardrobe or hair or the aesthetics of the character and how much that tells about where they're at, who they are, their journey, and like kind of where they're going. Because all of the things we kind of designed ourselves with Whitney, who's our costume designer, who's incredible. And it was just really fun to go through and pick which version of us, you know, girl in the 30s Daisy would be, which version of a girl in the blank and the blank. And I don't want to give all the way all the time periods, but that was so much fun. And there's still little nods of the character within, you know, those time periods. So like purple has always kind of been... For me, I've always pushed the color purple as kind of Daisy's color, and you kind of see it from the beginning of the show. There's purple shirts to the to the hair, to the gauntlets, to the ultimately the costume. And so to start the season off in that kind of 30s purple dress is still a little nod to the character while also fitting in that time period. So that was really fun. Ooh, I didn't even pick up on that, but I love it. 
Do you have a favorite time period? I know you don't want to give a lot away. We're one episode into season seven, but do you have a favorite time period you want to mention? Or I actually really love the 30s. The 30s was really okay. good. I know that's the one we know. I have another favorite. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to give too much away, but I do love the <laughs> 30s a lot. It was just so much fun. And the sets were just so rich with, it was just so much fun. The 30s were really fun. And then there was another one that I'm not going to say, but Definitely, like, was not used to being in hair and makeup that long, that's for sure. And usually I'm covered in blood, not, like, you know, nice makeup. So it was fun to kind of see everyone all dressed up. (laughs) Yeah. So thinking back on the past seven seasons, do you have a favorite memory from the set? God, there's so many. Um... I have to say just really, it's just really the in-between moments. It's those mundane moments that you kind of go throughout the day and whether it's right after they yell cut and it's those in-between moments of like laughter with, you know, the cast and the crew, just getting to work and the feeling you get when you step onto a new set that, you know, the day before was a completely different set and overnight someone worked on it and it's like a completely, it was just such a magical place to kind of be raised you know I really Mm. was so I was 20 when I started the show and wrapped when I was 27 and that was a big chunk of my life so it was really all the in-between moments that make up kind of so much of those years really working with the crew from like you know and from like a just strictly like fun part the big stunts were really fun to do there was a lot of stuff with cars whether it was season Or when I'm riding on top of Ghost Rider's car, like that was really me downtown riding through the tunnels. And I felt like I was on my own personal Disney ride, you know, like (laughs) I could hear the theme song in my head. I was like, this is a Disney ride where I don't have to wait in lines. This is so fun. Like you're just (laughs) driving through tunnels on Ghost Rider's car or like in season one, when I fly out of the, me and Clark fly out of a car that's flying out of a plane like there's you can't make up these moments those big big huge stunt productions it's so incredible from like a production standpoint because we have such a great stunt team and it was just so fun to do as, as an adrenaline junkie that was very fun Ooh. well i can't wait till uh avengers campus eventually opens at disneyland and we can all see the quinjet and all of that there it's going <laughs> to be very cool because it, it was really fun I have to say, outside of some characters on soap operas, you have probably had more names than any other character on TV. It's so confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Daisy, Sky, Quake, did you have a favorite name? One that you liked the most? I think there's more. I think so. Mary Sue Poots was basically my adopted name. Then it was Sky, which I named myself. Then it was Daisy. And then Quake. There was a few nicknames. Tremors. I think there's another one. I think fans would know the other ones I'm forgetting. I just love Daisy. I really loved that. And it was really funny because when we switched over, because I got, obviously I got cast as Sky. And so everything on call sheets to trailers to, you know, production, everything is listed as Sky. And then, you know, we all had to transition into Daisy. I remember being like, there's just no way that's going to catch on. <laughs> there is no way. Like I've been Sky. Like how am I going to like like switch over and then it weirdly just happened so fast. And, but there was a, uh, there was like a writer's bucket for in the writer's room for any time someone referred to me as sky, they had to put a dollar in the bucket because, you know, <laughs> people kept mistaking me. So that was kind of funny. I've had so many like names. It's confusing. <laughs> well, let's switch over to quake because I'm just wondering if quake could team up with any other character in the Marvel universe, aside from the characters on shield, who would you want it to be? Oh, 
how, what kind of team up is this? What kind of partnership is this? Whatever kind you want it to be. <laughs> I mean, I'm a duo. Oh, let me think. If you asked me that question season one, there'd be such a smaller pool. Uh, from now there's so many you know it would have been really fun to be a part of that you know in the last in the end game that last shot with all of the badass women of the marvel universe uh yeah together Mm -hmm. i got you know we were at the premiere for that and to be in the room watching that with them and you know i was like oh my god i felt like the little sister that didn't get to necessarily (laughs) be a part of (laughs) but that would have been really fun to do something like that with all the all of the ladies of marvel Wow. Well, you've done a lot of work with Disney, not only S.H.I.E.L.D., but Nashville, Jake and the Neverland Pirates, and Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast. Yes. Was there something universal that drew you to these different projects? They were all just so great to work on. I guess that's kind of interesting because they're all so different, yet they're all Disney. So Mm -hmm. to have such a diverse umbrella of content and to get to be a part of so many different things under that Disney umbrella has been so special. But obviously, you know, such a soft spot for S.H.I.E.L.D. and kind of everything that. But it's it's really nuts to be a part of the Disney family. It makes you feel it's just nice to know that there's you're part of something bigger. So I think that's kind of mm. what I love the most about it. All right. Switching from pure Disney. I know you're a huge Hamilton fan. I know you're a musical fan, but I know you're a huge Hamilton fan. Yes. How excited are you for Hamilton to debut on Disney Plus in July? Oh my gosh. They pushed it up, right? I was so excited to hear that. Listen, that's going to be so exciting because then I can just watch it and not have to hear it. I'm probably going to just want to be a part of it. Hamilton, I feel like, was Jeff Ward and I took Hamilton as serious as we did the shooting of the show, um, our sing-along <laughs> Hamilton videos. Some crew members might say maybe some days we actually took it a little bit more serious than we were doing the show. We'd be like in a fight scene and then we'd be like running to the corner of the stages to like, you know, Skylar sisters. <laughs> <routine>. <laughs> so um, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for that. Well, Chloe, it has been such a pleasure talking to you. We end every interview by asking our guest, what is their favorite Disney memory? So if you had to pick one, what would it be? It has to be S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, that's such an obvious question. You know what? I had never been to Disneyland before I went after I joined the Disney family with S.H.I.E.L.D. And so that was really fun. Wait, tell us a little bit more about that. I had just never been to Disneyland. So my first time... At Disneyland, I got, what is it when someone helps you? A guide. You, yes. you had a, a guide. Yeah. I'm so spoiled when it comes to Disney content. Um, <laughs> also, probably my favorite Disney memory is like, you know, Mulan was a huge part of my childhood. And then mm. to like have the cyclical situation where I was obsessed with Mulan and then I worked with her for seven years, that's a pretty iconic situation. So that's got to be pretty cool. Yeah. You mean Disney legend Ming-Na Wen? Yes. (laughs) We have to to put Disney legend in front of it every time now. Disney legend (laughs) Ming-Na Wen. To get to work with her after being such a huge fan was really fun. So cool. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. For this. It's uh, great to chat with you. Congratulations on seven fantastic seasons of the show. Thank you so much, you guys. Guys, I love her so much. I love the show so much. I am sad it is going to be over, but I am so excited to see how everything wraps up. 
Totally. And before we go, guys, can I just give a quick shout out to Maria, who sent me a message saying she loves the podcast and it's what she looks forward to every week. She is a hardworking ER nurse in New York City. She says, so a little Disney magic goes a long way. We're happy to have you listening, Maria. Thank you for all you do. Yeah, Maria, thank you. That's such a sweet shout out. Thank you. And thanks again, everyone, for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, like Maria, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney news, check out D23.com. And we'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.